Hello and welcome to the New Entertainment System podcast, the show that uses the enigmatic robot known as the New Entertainment System to bring you just two of the over 41 million games and counting that the robot is capable of thinking up. I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. And I'm your host, Cam Koenig. And as always, we are joined by a very special guest. You may know him from his many podcasts that include Reignite, Fun and Games, Screen Snark, and Crash Chords. They're a DJ, a streamer, and a genuine fucking delight of a human being. It's Matt, a.k.a. DJ Stormageddon. How's it going? Hi. Oh, man, that intro was delightful. <laughs> just, it's as, just. It's as delightful as you deserve it to be, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. I cannot polish a turd here. You are, you are, <laughs> you are, <laughs> you're no turd. Heard, sir. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> Best compliment I've ever gotten. Great. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, this is not a podcast about turds. This is a podcast where a robot makes us video games. So it's now time to consult the new entertainment system and have it make us a brand new, never before seen game. Um, my game, I laughed very hard about this. And it was so when, when Cam and I roll games, a lot of times we'll we'll spit out like the funny ones that we think could be an idea, but aren't quite there. Um and this was one of them that like just made me laugh so hard that I, I couldn't throw it out as just a, a bullshit thing. This is a real thing now. So my game is a Monopoly game that is a Metroidvania, but mandatory double style. It is also an alternate reality game. So I think this huh. is just I think this is just going to the bank and having <laughs> problems like this. I think this is I think this is like going to the safety deposit box. Maybe it's a Metroidvania in the same way that control is and the bank just keeps fucking shifting around. Ooh. Yeah, but the question is, would you be a would you be Mr. Moneybags, the the the, the mm. mascot, or would you be like a physical representation of one of the metal pieces? Or just a man Which... created of the metal pieces from Monopoly? Ooh. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I wonder okay. if this is the origin story of Uncle Pennybags. Rich Uncle Pennybags. Richard yeah. Dick Pennybags. Exactly. Uh, I, the Metroidvania. So one of the core tenets of a Metroidvania is that you are accruing powers. Um, it is avatar strength over player strength, right? And you are just, you know, you get your screw attack and you get your Varia suit and you get your stronger whip and whatever. Um, what if this is Richard empty bags and you <laughs> and you then through um, by hook or by crook, but probably by crook, uh, you are accruing money. And that is your power-ups. Your power-ups mm, are okay. oil magnate. And your power-ups are, like, strong line of credit. Um, <laughs> as an ARG, an alternate reality game, is this going to have, like, a component of alternate reality games in it? Like, is this going to be something you play at home, but then you also can play a little bit on the go? Or is this going to be a full-blown AR on your phone, you know, use your camera and, and, and do stuff like that? I mean, I feel like with the success of stuff like Pokemon Go and, you know, bootleg Harry Potter Pokemon Go. Um, <laughs> Made by the same people, but it is a bootleg, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you would use your phone and walk around, because I also feel like maybe leaning back into what Cam said earlier, like maybe you get bonus points for going to a bank or going to an ATM or mm -hmm. like going to places where money is important or even going to like a shopping mall. And like if you spend okay. money on the AR camera, you get benefits from that. Sort of the fantasy of the time we're living in is what if you go places? Fake <laughs> <laughs> going out instead of real going out. So like, are, are you saying that maybe there's some sort of tracker and maybe you like hook it up to 
maybe like your Apple Pay or something. And as you spend money like on anything, you get like points in the game. Or like that's how you upgrade your stuff is by <laughs> engaging in commerce and capitalism. So this this video game is a credit card, and that's it. <laughs> yes, it's just, it's exactly. just Monopoly the credit card. It cuts out the middleman of spending money to get in-game money. Now you just spend money and get nothing except And then bonuses. they have it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. This might be the stupidest and best thing we've ever made already. Yeah, uh, it is. It's it's, it's, it's just it's, a credit card. <laughs> but if but if it's going to be a Metroidvania, you know, especially in the vein of Metroid, there's got to be like a big antagonist or villain, right? Like, who would the villain of <laughs> Elizabeth Warren? Um, <laughs> it's Bernie Sanders. Maybe this is like you play as Mr. Moneybags, but as you go on, you realize that like, I'm sorry, I have to full, full stop. It's uncle Pennybags. I'm so fucking sorry. sorry. Um, Please. Pennybags is my father. Maybe as you're playing along, you as the player, like you just see how fucked up it is to just go through capitalism and accrue as much money as possible. How many people you fuck over, how much money you could be giving to other people, but all you care about is just getting more and more money and seeing that number go higher and higher. So, like, maybe the antagonist of the game is, like, poor people who need help. <laughs> you know? Can you imagine a world where right. people want yeah. money for money's sake and, yeah. and the poor are their and antagonists? Right, and people need health care. Who knew? <laughs> yeah, but, like, so, maybe this is from that perspective. And, and yeah. maybe it's like written or made in a way that it, in, in fact, it is just taking your money. But like, that's how Mr. Money, Mr. Pennybags, I'm fucking sorry, uh, <laughs> gets gets more money is by you spending your actual money and engaging in capitalism in real life and getting rich people more money also. So you you mentioned that you are Pennybags, but also you mentioned that you, the, the person, has to spend money. I wonder if this is just going to also be a pyramid scheme, too? 100%. Like, yes. Like, so we've made a pyramid scheme credit card that is... Um, on paper, a video game, so we can we can shout out to Cooking Mama. Uh, <laughs> shout out oh, ooh, ouch, too soon. Wonderful. Yeah, no, that's that's very good. Um, okay, so to to drill down into it and make it like a real game that you can play and not just like uh, not just the grim the grim specter of the horrible uh, shackles of of capitalism that we have. You're going to be Rich Uncle Pennybags, and you are going to be trying to accrue money. This is basically going to be a Wario game, right? But totally, a, a Metroidvania, yes. which Wario Land Shake It fucking ruled. So yes. maybe we, we go with this, but make that a Metroidvania. And the things you get is, like, deeper pockets, mm -hmm. or you also get, like, you know, stock options, or you get... I don't know, oil futures. What the fuck is futures? I don't know. We'll never know. Start, <laughs> out, start out with just a small loan of like $10 million from your dad. A small loan of $1 million from my father. Yeah. With that money, you're going to be able to... I wonder if defeating enemies is not sort of like how the real world is. Defeating your enemies in the, um, the, the financial sector is done by buying them out. Yeah. So I wonder if money is sort of like your ammo here and maybe you're not necessarily shooting guns but you are your crades and your ridleys and and uh your meta ridleys and your what have you you are you're paying them off um you're you, we got to figure out what the what the action is that you're doing in order to pay them off because you can't just go and just be like here's the money there needs to be some kind of game happening maybe that's what blocks you off 
from certain things because metroidvanias you run into roadblocks and then you have to figure out what you need and then you then you progress so matt what do you think we could do as far as like how are you going to be buying it out is it like a negotiation hostile takeover what are we doing i mean i feel like uh you could work in something like and this isn't even from the machine but like sort of like a a dialogue tree a la a mass effect or something because i wouldn't be on brand if i didn't bring up mass effect Um, mass mass accumulation of wealth effect (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then and then you can like pick the right you have to do a negotiation mini game on the screen while you're looking at whatever the enemy is in ar and then picking the right negotiation tactics will uh get you to buy them out but picking the wrong ones you'll lose money that you can never get back like it's gone from the world and you have to find something else to get more money right you won't be soft locked but you will have to like go elsewhere with your phone again a a fantasy from a far-flung past (laughs) that and you will be able to to go to a place and be like Oh shit! There's blue chip stocks here. Whatever the fuck that is. I don't know. I know potato chips. That's pretty much it. <laughs> and then you, you, you're like, okay, I can use this to um, try and pay off Craig when I go when I go home and play this on my TV, because uh, I need to progress and see. I don't know. We we need to figure out a, an end game for this as well. Is there um, an end game to capitalism? All it is is a how do you win capitalism? Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> to, be, to, be, to be the richest right uh, yeah, so yeah but also like, like mother what? bezos <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that works well way way more better than it should yeah <laughs> honestly fuck it that's who it is mother, mother bezos, bezos is the boss yeah and then obviously the game will never end at some point it just becomes an idle game because you're just sitting around collecting money yeah we have uh we have arrived at on one of our five destinations which is like <laughs> screaming about how jeff bezos sucks nuts so that's very good (laughs) that's the show (laughs) though talking about the end game like since it's an Mm -hmm. ar game and a lot of them have like uh interplayer uh conflict as well maybe you can eventually under a short amount of time get to the top and become the new mother bezos and then when you you're at like a uh, uh, like a gym or stadium kind of thing and then other players have to come for you to knock you down as mother Mm. bezos and take over that title so kind of like a leaderboard system in a way yeah love that fortune 500 Ooh, um, okay yeah (laughs) yeah the fortune 500 board yeah, yeah, exactly. So I like the idea of everybody's trying to be rich enough to take down Mother Bezos. You know, in the in your day to day, what you're trying to do is get the leg up on everybody else. Yeah. Um, in the in like gyms or we'll call them banks, I guess. I don't yeah, know. I mean, that makes sense. And if you do well at this at this bank, then you know your line of credit is extended, and then you can go and fight Craid, and then you can go and fight. Um, the the space pirates i guess <laughs> as as rich uncle pennybags it's just like interpol interpol oh, Ooh, just because yes. you're like doing some shady shit with your money yeah, yeah that's very good cuz you're going to be able to like one of your things is going to be like offshore bank account or shell yeah, totally. company or yeah. um base your business in delaware yeah um, eventually you can get into like war profiteering cuz billionaires are fucked up <laughs> yeah and the irs has to be like a villain too right totally yes yes yeah like different factions of enemies there you go yeah internal ridley services (laughs) (laughs) but also listen yeah (laughs) um that rules i like that um so yeah you're gonna be um you're gonna have your own sort of like penny bag sona that you're gonna have you're gonna build your your avatar yeah 
you're going to build your avatar and you're going to start out as the the one where he's showing his empty pockets and then you're eventually going to work up to um maybe you can buy real railroads in in real life or something like that um cuz i think i could probably run amtrak better than they run amtrak anyway um so there's there's community chest stuff that could be the, the sort of like you know yeah, um random drops cards, that you find like yeah that. chance cards um Maybe you can literally go to jail in this. Like you cannot <laughs> access the app because you went to jail for rolling three doubles in a row or something. Yeah. Um, passing go would just be like your your daily log on yeah. bonus yeah. or something um, like that. Funnily enough, the luxury tax doesn't exist anymore. Who knew? Um, you know. Uh, yeah. mm. Yep. Mm. <laughs> what other things are? Um, There's free parking, which does kind of nothing. But maybe yeah. that could just be like a community, like fucking dick measuring contest space or something. Like or I trading, look cooler than you. Trading properties is a thing in in, in Monopoly, yeah. right? So yeah. maybe it's like you know, I have you know this many stocks and I need controlling share in it. You need something that I that I have, and so let's trade. Um, we could have like you could visit jail and just like harass the players who are in jail. <laughs> yeah. Cause there's just visiting yeah. around yeah. the jail. Yeah, yeah. 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 You can just show up and stun on people with your, with your exclusive. This will be like destiny. Totally. But like, yeah. But like, um, very, uh, like time locked, right? Like it's like, Oh, look what I look at this gear I got while you were in jail. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, like the daily Fortnite skins that you can buy. It's like, Oh, you missed out on this one. Cause you were in jail for doing too much bad things. <laughs> I feel like also property management is a big part of Monopoly. And so since we live in a terrible world where everyone can track your every moment movement, I feel like your actual address is logged and then people can, if you're on your friends list, can like visit your address and like <laughs> steal your property because it's a little more aggressive. Ooh, if, you don't yeah. pay rent, if you don't pay rent in Monopoly, then it just actually impacts your credit score and they let your landlord know. Uh, yeah. And then you could actually be evicted and someone else can claim your home <laughs> on the app, which then gets it to them for real. Be like, listen, Cam, I bought your house because uh, I need to take down Ridley. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I guess I'm just going to go be homeless then. Uh, now I'm a, now I'm doing the real rich person stuff. Now yeah, capitalism. Yeah. Now I'm a landlord. Um, very good. So what is this game going to be? called because i think we've got pretty much everything down at this point we could go the more metroidy angle and make puns off of that or we could go monopoly ways or i also like mass accumulation mass accumulation of wealth effect is very good too um, i'm trying to think of something that like feels oppressive like maybe maybe it's like Mono monopoly colon venture capitalist mm. or monopoly other m <laughs> Monopoly other M. I think that's I think that's the one. Is Monopoly other M. We don't even go for we don't even go for a pun. We just yeah. say other Monopoly M. other it. M. Yeah. That's very good. We also made a knack game called Knack Special or Metroid Special K in parentheses. Uh -huh. The K is for Knack. So I don't, I, I, I don't know. That like, podcast what made me show? want to play Knack. I won't lie. Like I've never played Knack, and that podcast and made me want to try. Listen, it. take this... a drink because Nate's about to talk about how Knack was a totally fine game. If you like Ratchet and Clank. Oh yes, it's the this... same. It's the same fun vibe. Anyway, this is not a podcast about knack. This is a podcast where we're about to take a break and come back at you with another brand new, never before seen game. And we're back, and we're ready to have the new entertainment system make us another brand new, never before seen game. Cam, hit it. 
Great, this time I have a Plants vs. Zombies game made by CD Projekt Red, but it has a clockwork-style open world. Ooh, I already know I would play the shit out of this. Yeah, it already sounds good. Like, <laughs> what's the pitch? We've got it. Yeah, great. That's the show, everyone. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, sorry. Can you first explain the the clockwork open? Yeah. Style so, like world? clockwork style open world is something kind of like a Hitman, where everything is running on like a timed cycle. So, like oh, okay. whenever you load into a world, or this could even be something that maybe includes real time. Or honestly, like Witcher Three is kind of a clockwork style open world where things just kind of happen on their own schedule, independently of you as the player. So you could completely miss like a certain thing happening, or maybe if you get to a certain time at some point, you might see like a certain town, excuse me, at some point, you can maybe see like this couple fighting out in the street because that's just like what was set to do on that time. Yeah, so, think, think Majora's Mask as well, right, I mean, sure, without, right. without the time looping, but things happen and then they don't happen after that. It's right. Kind of a thing. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really thinking that this game might just be fucking Witcher 3, but with Plants vs. Zombies world. The, the Weeder 3? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but the hero would have to be... Uh, would, the, would the hero be one of the plants or would the hero be... What's his name? Crazy Carl with the... With the crazy Zom- Dave. Oh, crazy, oh, crazy Carl. Dave. Crazy Dave. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah. Yes, yes. Because, like, who's the protagonist in this? Because you're obviously fighting zombies, right? Which isn't also that different from The Witcher. Okay, here's my idea. The combat plays... Do we want the combat to play... And I'm kind of torn, so it's really up to y'all. Is Do we want the combat to play, like, original Plants vs. Zombies? Or do we want the combat to play, like, Garden Warfare Plants vs. Zombies? Because those are two very different things, but they're the and same I, world. And I love both of them, too. too. I do, too, yeah. Um, both of those games I'm going to go ahead and good. say that it's going to play... Garden Warfare. I'm going to make an executive decision. Um, But you are not actually any of the plants. You are the guy who owns the house in the first game. And you decide to, like, go off into the world. And you have your plants with you. And, like, each different, like, combat encounter that you have is, like, a little skirmish inside, like, Garden Warfare. But you don't actually control the characters. You, like, build them up as you go. So you have your garden of of plants. and. As you get into conflicts, you get to... You throw them out like kind of like Pokemon, but they're like completely AI-generated maybe, or like AI-controlled, and so it's like how you want to spec them out. It's so, how they perform in combat. So maybe more like Pikmin? So like you'd yeah. be throwing them Ooh. at the bad guys, and then yes. like they would mob the bad guys and then come back to you, and like you can call them back sure. and redirect yeah. them? Yeah, I like that too a lot. <laughs> so this so this game is going to be Pikmin that fucks. <laughs> like, yeah, totally. <laughs> um. That's very good. If we, if we, if I put my brain in the scenario of Pikmin that fucks, which I guess you could also say that's a clockwork style totally. game yeah, because totally. like there's a, you got, you got the stuff to do on the day and then that's it. And you know, the weird bird head only comes out on Tuesday or whatever. I don't know. Plants vs. Zombies is known for it's like, you know, different classes of plants and zombies. Right. Right. Um, You know, it got kind of ridiculous recently with like oh what a a superhero zombie it's like that's nothing that's nothing what you just said (laughs) um there's like pirate ones too so maybe we kind of make it a little bit more normal and it's like plants versus zombies one where the weirdest thing was like the disco one totally um so okay um cam what do you think we can do with the the zombies themselves so I, I think that, like, the zombies obviously should be the main antagonists of this of game. Of course. Um, it is in the title. 
Um, I think that I don't really think the plot needs to be like anything fucking wild or anything. Just the evil fucking big bad scientists dude. It's just, you know, starting shit again, and instead of you waiting for the fight to come to you, you decide to take the fight to him. And there's just, like, this giant, sprawling, fucking Witcher 3-style open world. You can go in through, like, a bunch of different side quests and stuff like that. But I I, I do like the idea of just, like, the zombies and the, like, just pulling from the ones that were in that first game, because they were a little bit more grounded, um, even though they had the fucking one riding a Zamboni. Um, uh, but yeah, like, I... I think that we could do some interesting things where maybe we flesh out the world a little bit more of like, what is it like being just a random person who lives in this world where plants are sentient and the undead rise and fight them constantly. And you're just some random dude who's just trying to fucking live. And like, maybe you need help with something or yeah, maybe you just get like rewarded for like driving these zombies out or like maybe this dude's plants maybe got like infected by something or they're like need to be put down like it could be like darker in that sense too if it's a cd project red thing true well and also cd project red at least with their upcoming title is gonna do more character creation and so Mm -hmm. since you made the owner of the house like more generic maybe the the owner of the house is just your avatar like you create them and they look like however you want them to look and like maybe we also make sure that Geralt is somewhere in this world is like a bonus character (laughs) yeah like has his own plant collection that look straight out of the middle ages Um, his plants are just Gwent cards (laughs) exactly (laughs) he's just got (laughs) potted plants with Gwent cards growing out of them Maybe he's like a hidden boss battle. Actually. Yeah, he's like the secret final boss or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. After you kill Doctor Zomboss, then then Geralt is there and he says fuck, and then you have to kill him. Exactly. Um, yeah, perfect. I I I wonder if we're gonna like go with the clockwork style world. What if the clockwork aspect of it is the actual wave of the zombie infection Ooh, going through okay. the town where. You have a, a point A and point B to get to, to sort of get us in the, you know, the Witcher open world kind of mm-hmm. thing. But as you are progressing, there are different, like, maybe your map shows, like, the kind of infection heat map, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, and shows you, like, what place is dangerous. But, you know, maybe if you go there, there is, like, there's, like, a fucking dank ficus in there that, that you want on your team. Um, or, like... There's different greenhouses along the way, and some of them are surrounded by the infected. And if you start your run, it's like, okay, so if I go to the northwest corner of the map, I can go and get the the chili peppers, or I can mm-hmm. go and get the pumpkins, or whatever it's going to be, um, and then I'll be set. I'll be underleveled, but I'll, I'll have a good team, and then I can work my way back to do the necessary things to go mm-hmm. through the open world and beat the game and then get to Geralt. I like that a lot. Yeah, I think so too. Like maybe this is not going to be a very, very long game. Yeah. Maybe this is something that has a kind of replayability factor to it, but you are going to, it's not like Star Fox where it's like 45 minutes and you're done. This is like, oh yeah, like I played this for, you know, a month and this is the ending I got. um, And this was what my team was. I'm going to start over and do this or maybe there's like a new game plus yeah uh, where you you know you get some of your teammates back and you you start another um run so mm-hmm. man we we've made i think this is kind of rules yeah, <laughs> i would same. play the hell out of this game yeah 
We also have to, like, so I guess it, since it's a CD Projekt Red game, it's going to have, like, a, a lush world like we talked about. And so we need some NPCs and we need, mm-hmm. like, so the NPCs are going to be other people or other plants? I feel like other people with their own I, plants, right? I, I think that would be good. And maybe you run into a few people who are just like, you know, like, maybe the zombies aren't so bad and <laughs> you have to, like, maybe fuck them up or, like, just kind of, like, deal with that kind of implication, like... Maybe as you're going along, like, sure, like, the zombies are, like, killing everything, but the plants are also just, like, driving people out of their homes and, like, ruining their crops because they're just being bred for war or something like that. Like, you can kind of get into the nature of existence of both of those and just kind of, like, deep dive into those themes. I love that. So this game is going to be Plants vs. Zombies colon the Seeds of Chaos. Yeah, right? like good. this is yes. gonna be like, good. That's like good. Gonna be I like that sowing the seeds of chaos in this. I like that a lot. This game. Um, fuck, hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> this- Excellent. <laughs> Why doesn't this exist? Right, right. On uh, uh, a streak lately of like you know um, making games where it's just like fuck, I I I do actually literally want to play that, which is yeah. sort of one of the one of the best outcomes of of these things. So. Um, Plants vs. Zombies, the Seeds of Chaos, where you are, you know, you, you're just any old random person. You're addressed by other people as the owner. Like, that's your mystical name. (laughs) Yeah. All capitals, the owner. The gardener. Um, and you are going to be going throughout this map to try and, um, see if you can't, uh, get rid of the zombie menace, right? And Mm -hmm. so on this journey, you're going to be... Um, cultivating literally your team and you are going to be fighting other people that you know may have differing ideas or want the zombies to be around or whatever it's going to be or just hordes of zombies that are roaming sure um and as you are going from point a to point b the infection is also growing so you need to either get there quickly but you'll be under leveled or try to level up but then it's just hard mode in general because there's going to be a lot of zombies or you know, you'll figure out where resources typically are on the map. And then once you get there, I guess we decided that Geralt is there and w- is, was behind it the whole time. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's just Henry Cavill that's that's yeah. there. And- He's just <laughs> there, shirtless, yeah. hanging He's out. He's just hanging out, hanging out in that tub. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, are we going to have it cross over with any other um, CD Projekt Red things? Because there's always like, you know, in The Witcher 3, there was like some sort of sly reference to cyberpunk like is this going to be what leads to the cyberpunk world like the world is destroyed <laughs> and then they they just build night city over top of it i don't know sure yeah yeah Fuck it. maybe like at the end of this game like everything just gets completely leveled and like almost all existence is wiped out except for a few people and they're like no you know what fuck it i'm gonna look, i'm gonna make it look cool as shit <laughs> <laughs> y'all ever heard of neon <laughs> okay cool so plants versus zombies colon the seeds of chaos um i just got a notification on my phone and it turns out that we have made yet another perfect game who would have thought holy shit Um, we did it we are on a fucking roll here we we have goddamn done it again so that is going to bring us to the end of our program for today but first let's go over some patch notes this is where cam goes through some listener submitted ideas to be installed into the robot for use in future episodes you can submit words by tweeting us at at the nes pod or posting in our discord the link for which is in the description cam what have we got this week we have added the following to the machine um we've added a few twists today actually uh, the twist that it prominently features astrology as a core mechanic is submitted by at Pixelated Echoes. I think that one is hilarious. 
Um, funnily enough, um, the twist that it has a clockwork style open world was submitted by at infinite underscore rewind, uh, and at Ravelord Nitro submitted at in, uh, submitted, excuse me, in the style of Moonlighter. Uh, this brings our potential game total to 41,206,980 total games. Every, it's going to get to the point where every time we add something, it's going to go up by a million. It's Uh, about there. Um... (laughs) It's it's wild. I'm really ex- actually excited for features astrology as a core mechanic to pop up um, in a game that we make, just because it reminds me of this old NES game called Taboo. Where I remember that. It re- where it it reads it gives you like numerology and uh-huh. tarot card readings and stuff like that, and that's all it was. It yeah. had trippy visuals. It was for the NES, but I think I might have. Did you play that on stream at one point? Yeah, I did a corruption of it. I on think stream I saw that. I remember watching that. Yeah. It, it rules. And so I'm excited to kind of bring that flavor to a modern game of just yeah. being like, oh, you're an Aries. You can't play this level or whatever <laughs> or something like that. Matt, thank you so much for guesting today. Where can people hear slash see more of you? Sure. I won't, I'll, since I know you like to keep the podcast short, I won't give my half hour pitch of everything I've ever done ever. Instead, I'll keep it <laughs> nice and concise. Um, first, I want to thank you both for having me on. I'm a big, big fan of the show. I discovered it through the SDGC crew, um, and I'm so excited to be a part of the Pantheon and hope I will come back at some point. But for now, everyone can find me, DJ underscore Stormageddon on Twitter, or go to my Twitch page, twitch.tv slash DJ underscore Stormageddon. Those are the best places to find everything that I do. Awesome. I mean, Please. you can you can talk about some of the shows that you <laughs> that you do. Like go go ahead and give us like a, a little a little like do you have like a one sentence pitch for Yeah, sure. So uh, I do a lot of podcasts, as uh, Nate uh, alluded to at the top of the show. Um, three of them are on a network called Certain POV. It is a podcast ner- network filled with a ton of nerdy shows across the spectrum. And I do three shows on the network. One is a Mass Effect replay podcast called Reignite, where me and my co-host are replaying the Mass Effect series as if we were Shepard and then discussing why we made the decisions that we did and the outcomes that happened. Um, Fun and Games is a you know gaming podcast about games and celebrating games. I do it with my co-host Jeff Moonen. We have guests. We talk about tropes and games. Uh, we recently did an episode about silent protagonists, which was a lot of fun, just discussing about how that's evolved over the years, especially with voice acting. Um, and then the third podcast on that network is Screen Snark, which is a movie and TV podcast uh, discussion show I do with Rachel Quirky Shank. And we just have a guest every episode and just talk about what we've watched most recently and discuss the deep, never-ending wormhole of content as it continues to grow and destroy <laughs> us all. Yeah. <laughs> and then my last podcast that I host, at least, is uh, uh, Crash Chords Autographs. It's an interview series I've been doing for a really long time. As of when we're recording, the most recent episode I did was with the incredible Mike Rugnetta, who used to host Idea Channel and is now hosting and DMing a Shadowrun podcast. And uh, that one is just a casual chat with guests. I've had other podcasters on, comedians, musicians, burlesque performers, pretty much anybody. And then I produce a bunch of other shit, but you know, that you can find it all on my, on my Twitter page. It's fine. <laughs> It is it is it is admirable um, having a bunch of shows and being able to keep all that straight with with scheduling and stuff is is no small feat. So seriously, thank mad, you. Mad mad respect. We barely hold this show together with yeah. you know with 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 toothpicks and tape. When I started, <laughs> so. whenever we started the show, I was doing another show and it was just a lot to do at once and work full time. I just couldn't. So See, mad yeah. respect. You say yeah, admirable. Absolutely. What you mean is stupid, and I appreciate it. It's fine. Like, <laughs> I, I, a thin I, line. I, a thin line. A very thin, thin line. line. Yeah. 
So everyone, thank you so much for listening. We'd really appreciate a subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. And please also do consider leaving a five-star review because it really actually does help us out. Uh, finally, I can be found at TwoHeadedGiant on Twitter. And I can be found at TheCandyMan. And this has been the New Entertainment System Podcast. And as always, booty, 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 rocking everywhere. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop recording.